Hey, and welcome to Stops and Starts, a women's hockey podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Glavin, and this is episode 18. So it's been a while. Um, we don't call this podcast Stops and Starts for nothing. Um, I'm realizing it's actually such a great name because, you know, it applies to women's hockey, but it applies to like, oh, so many things in life as well. Um, I'm sure people can relate to it. Um, yesterday on my Instagram, I posted about, um, two things. One, the U18 world championships, which is what I'm going to talk about today, which is super exciting. Um, hopefully just a quick podcast cause I gotta, um, just gotta get back to other things. Um, but I also posted about, um, my experience very briefly about trying to get my daughter into hockey and holy moly, it's just so much harder than I ever realized and there's a million different factors um one is that the world has just changed so much since I was a kid um you know just the way sports is the way people where I live compared to where I grew up um how my husband and I both work full-time compared to how my mom worked part-time um house leagues versus um the evolution of elite leagues um me being hardcore, my daughter being a little less hardcore, all these things. Oh my God. When my daughter was in first grade, which was like perfect time to start hockey, there was a freaking pandemic and she was in virtual school. So like she missed, you know, what should have been her first year of mites, you know? So just, I don't know. It's been a lot of challenges. Oh, playing. I grew, I grew up playing in public rinks versus here. It's mostly private rinks. It's like endless. Um, so it's, I just didn't envision it to be like this when I was thinking about having kids and, you know, what sports they would play. But, um, the good news is, is she skates and she loves to skate. Um, I, yeah, I'll, maybe one day I'll talk about it a little bit more, but anyway, she skates and she loves to skate. And, um, I am really enjoying, uh, somehow she got into rollerblades. Um, one day, like I said, I was feeling down about hockey and I didn't want to go to the ice rink. So I said, let's go to the roller rink. And we went to the roller rink and she was like, I want to try rollerblades instead of quads. And so she tried rollerblades and they were rentals. So they were gross. And my kids are, you know, a little bit soft and spoiled. And they were like, can we get our own rollerblades? I said, sure. Um, because if you use them enough, I mean, it makes perfect sense. So I got her rollerblades and the, the, she just freaking loves it um rollerblades in front of our house tomorrow's bike day at daycare but she's bringing her rollerblades um I went to a skate park for the first time in my my entire life on the weekend um because little miss wanted to check it out and try the rollers and stuff there so um yeah my post yesterday it was like it was sad but I you know it's you I don't know it's it's soul crushing but there's also perspective and I know that um one day you know she will find the sport that brings her joy the way that hockey did for me and the book isn't closed who knows what it will be maybe it is hockey maybe things will change maybe we'll find the right fit for us anyway so setting that aside um the other thing that uh is worth talking about in girls and women's hockey is the wonderful news that the U18 Women's World Championship is happening. Um, the last time it was played was January of 2020. Um, the, 
the tournament that would have been played in, I guess, January of 2021 was canceled for due to COVID. And then the one that would have been played in January of 2022 was initially canceled and then just um, postponed to now. Um, so super exciting that these U18 girls, uh, the best in each of their respective countries, are finally getting to play. Um, I've never watched this tournament before because it used to be unwatchable. Um, and of course, there are also limits on how much time a person has to, to put to these things. But with it being a summer tournament this year, there's nothing happening. Um, there's the NHL playoffs, obviously. But in girls and women's hockey, there's nothing happening. So it's like super fun time to watch a summer tournament. And so just the fact that it's happening is exciting. And then um, about a week ago, USA Hockey put out a press release that said, oh, by the way, it's going to be streamed on ESPN+. Plus." I am like evangelical about ESPN+. Plus. I think ESPN+, Plus is... It's not a perfect platform, but it is so fantastic because like so much stuff is on it. It's like the best $7 a month that a sports fan can spend, especially I think a women's hockey fan. Um, you know, for college hockey, I think e ECAC was on there last year and they're, they're adding Hockey East um, this year. And then obviously there's the NHL, there's the PHF that's on there and now this tournament and, and the metal round, I'm there. There, I don't know if the metal round is going to be on ESPN Plus. I'm crossing my fingers, um, but we'll see. We still have to wait. So, I just want to pause and talk about the progress because um, the last U18 tournament, the stream really wasn't watchable. Um, I think the host nation didn't get enough support from IHF to really put together the streaming. Until, of course, we always know what happens. Something, you know. It, becomes apparent that it's not being properly supported everyone on the internet freaks out and then like a solution gets done um but it's not really how it should be but so that's you know having these games produced by tsn and available on espn plus is just out of this world progress which is great another comparative i wanted to give was in 2018 after um the united states won the olympics in the fall, there was the Four Nations that happened in Saskatoon. And this, um, so that's a senior level tournament. And I just remember the, f the preliminary round game between the United States and Canada. This is their first matchup since um, the 2018 Olympic gold medal game. There was no commentary and it was just a camera mounted on... It, like a pivot it kind of felt like that went like back and forth there was, and and that was it and I forget how it was streamed I think it was maybe free on Hockey Canada or something like that but I was like oh my that was horrific and then again like screaming happened during the tournament and for the gold medal game I think we could stream it for free on NHL.com and then in Canada I think the, the gold medal game was um um perhaps on TSN it would that would where it likely was which uh TSN is you know pretty I think pretty accessible in Canada um so my point is just that like as recently as 2018 like even the senior level was not really getting made visible um so the fact that this U18 tournament is happening and the fact that it's super accessible and a professional broadcast is like really exciting um I don't want to um 
allocate too much time to it but but I have to say like I, I really do I like the I like all the people who are like on the desk I like the production crew like everything about it. it's just fantastic um okay so getting to the actual games themselves Canada is now 0-2 um, in the tournament, they've only played one game. They lost to Finland yesterday, which was like history. Finland's never beat them before. Um, last week, Canada played USA in a friendly or an exhibition game, whatever you want to call it. USA beat them um, in regulation. USA outshot them, but it wasn't like terrible. And then um, they also did a shootout just for practice, I guess. And USA won the shootout 4-1. to one. So that part was a little bit concerning to me. Uh, USA winning the game, I was kind of like, eh, whatever. The shots were kind of close. Like, if Canada can get scoring, it'll be fine. Obviously, that was before Canada lost 2 nothing to Finland. Um, but I'm still not in freak-out mode about Canada. Um, Canada did lose uh, Jade Aginla, who got injured. I don't know if Aginla is a star. I don't really know where she fits in on the depth chart. She was the only name that I really knew, kind of just because of the way, you know, she has a famous dad in hockey, obviously. Hers was going to be the name that kind of got pumped out there by the Canadian media. So when she went down, I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. That's like the what the most person I was curious to watch. But um when I watched the game yesterday, because I didn't realize the Canada games are on ESPN Plus as well. Um, I thought it was just the American games. But anyway, so I watched the end of Canada, Finland. And the player that stood out a bit to me was number 16, Alex Law. Um, unfortunately, I mean, Canada dominated in shots. And, like, they dominated most of the, the part of the game that I watched of, against Finland. So I'm not super worried about them. Obviously, they need to, like, wake it, like, snap their fingers and go. The tournament has started. Um, but I saw someone say today, like, oh, Sweden's going to give Canada a hard time. And I think it's a little premature to say that. Um, but we'll find out because they play today at five Eastern. Um, so that's Canada. And, um, as somebody who loves to follow like the coaching staffs and, and who's coaching each team, Canada is coached by longtime U of A coach, Howie Draper, uh, with assistants, Vicky Sanahara who is a Olympian, and also um, Tara Watchorn, who is also an Olympian, former Olympians, um, and both of them are uh, coaches. Um, Vicky Sanahara, I forget where she coaches, somewhere around Toronto, one of the colleges, and Tara Watchorn is going to start the Stonehill program this fall. Um, it's starting to rain, so I apologize for that noise. Um, the United States... Uh, played last night and they looked like they just looked great um I really I mean it's U18 but these kids are good so I really enjoyed watching it um they didn't look as rusty as Canada some of the Canadian girls you know it made me wonder if this was a flip-flop of what we saw at the Olympics Canada didn't miss a beat due to the pandemic somehow they found a way whereas the Americans just between the pandemic and the um the boycott that they've done of the pro leagues like the americans and who knows what other factors the americans just looked like they had lost a step whereas the canadians just looked amazing at the olympics well at the u18 level canada looked rusty and the americans looked pretty good um the players that i enjoyed watching on the americans i'll just keep it to two number 17 sims uh, she's all over the ice, um, draws attention to herself, draws bodies to herself, and then dishes the puck very well to her teammates, finds seams for passes. Um, and then Layla Edwards, who is from 
Cleveland Heights. So I was already cheering for her. I didn't know like anything about her, but it turns out that she's this great, big, tall, strong, right-handed, um, I don't know a ton about out of her game, but the person she reminded me of was a, I mean, and this is like, maybe like a, the person she reminded me of was Hillary Knight. Um, not like a spooner who rushes the puck and drives to the net like Spooner and Grace Zumwinkle, but kind of just like Edwards is just sort of um, big and strong, can work in tight, look out for her in front of the net, basically, because um, she will exert her will. Um, so I really enjoyed watching her. She's like six foot two. Um, and then with her being from Cleveland, that was my, um, she was the one I wanted to watch going in. So, um, I'm pretty, so her sister Shayla plays for Wisconsin. And when Layla got her first goal yesterday, they, they did a shot to someone in the stands who I'm almost positive it was her sister Shayla. Um, and it was so cute, just like the way she was cheering. Um, so I assume that there's other Badgers at this tournament who are on campus who are watching because it's being played at University of Wisconsin. Um, and I think there's an opportunity for the production, you know, especially in these blowout games, because uh, the United States crushed Sweden yesterday to kind of show us who's in the crowd. And, and I wish they would indulge that a little bit. I'm sure there's all sorts of college coaches there. There's probably Olympians there. Um, there's probably like lots of Badgers there. Um, so I, I kind of hope TSN, again, with it being a Canadian production company, I don't know if it'll happen, but I hope TSN indulges that a little bit. Um, and then today, uh, the United States plays Finland. It'll be, Finland will give them more of a test, but again, I still expect USA to win that game um, handily because, like, Canada lost to Finland, but Canada greatly outshot them. Um, so, so we'll see. Uh, how it goes. And, and the, the USA team, let's see if I can remember who they're coached by. Um, Katie LaChapelle from Holy Cross is their head coach. Um, Chelsea Walkland from Colgate is their assistant coach. And Allie Altman is the goalie coach. And then who am I forgetting? I think it's Mel Ruzzi that I'm forgetting. And I believe she is the head coach at Brown. Um, so um, all-female coaching staff on the USA side. Um, but um, early in the tournament, and we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. Um, the Americans have won the last two iterations of this tournament. Um, and uh, Canada will be very hungry to get back to gold but certainly right now after day one it looks like America is the favorite so um I'm just going to you know tonight I have either t-ball or softball for one of my kids and I look forward to at nine o'clock um tuning in to the the USA game and uh just just keep enjoying that summer hockey because we've got a whole nother summer of this the world juniors are in August and then the Women's, uh, senior level women's world is also in August, I want to say. So it's another summer of hockey as we continue to be impacted schedule wise by the pandemic. So, all right. It feels great to come on and just chat hockey again. Um, hopefully it won't be several months before my next podcast episode. Um, I like to record my podcast in my car, so the warm weather helps. 
Um, and also I, bizarrely enough, there's lots to talk about in the summer for hockey. So, um, yeah. So thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.